Today, you are going to be hearing a sermon from one of our ministers here on staff. We hope this word blesses you, and remember that we love and appreciate your time here. Now, let's hear what the Lord has for you today. Father, we thank you for who you are. We pray that you will speak to our hearts and our lives and our minds today, Lord. We pray for any distraction that comes our way, that it will be just forgotten right now. We rebuke it. We rebuke every lie of the enemy. In the mighty name of Jesus, we all shout and say amen and amen. I don't know if you've ever been through a season in your life where you just were either emotionally a wreck, distressed, stressed, messed up, where it really sucked the life out of you. Ever been there before? Were those seasons in your life where it's hard to pray, it's hard to, to, to pray to God? Your prayers, you realize that your prayers are not a, a prayer, it's more of a complaint to God. It's more of, of God, how can this happen? Why is this happening? And you realize in your life that throughout the day and throughout the week and whatever the course of the storm may have been in your life, you're tired, you're fatigued, you're weak. And I remember being in a season of that in, in, a, in, in our, our lives, my wife and I and our family. I remember in that season where we were tired, we were exhausted, and it was a weight that was in us that, that we were asking God for help or asking God for direction. But I remember at a point in my time where I realized that I was physically, emotionally tired, exhausted, because it seemed like every prayer and every cry and every conversation I would have, it was a moment of crying and weeping. You ever been there before? Am I talking to any Christian in this room here today that you've been through those seasons of your life and uh, you, you've been in a, in a tunnel or you've been in a, in, a, in a darkest moment of your life? And what I hope today to minister to you out of the book of Psalms 142, if you can turn there with me, want to read to you these verses out of Psalms 142. And it says these words in Psalms 142. It says, I cry aloud to the Lord. I lift up my voice to the Lord for mercy and I pour out before him my complaint. Before him I tell him my troubles and when my spirit grows faint within me, it is you who watched over my way. In the path where I walk, people have hidden a snare for me. Look and see that there is no one at my right hand. There is no one that is concerned for me. I have no refuge, for no one cares for my life. Elijah, nobody is praying for me. I looked around for help, and I found hardship. I cry to you. I say, you are my refuge, my portion in the land of the living listen to my cry for I am desperate in a desperate need rescue me from those who pursue me for they're too strong for me set me free from my prison that I may praise your name I love what he says here 
Then the righteous will gather about me because of your goodness to me. If you look at the backstory of Psalms 142, you can go to the book of 1 Samuel chapter 22, verse 5, and it says, But the prophet Gade said to David, Do not stay in the stronghold. Go into the land of Judah. So David left and went to the forest of Hereth. Well, I want to speak to you on the subject of hello strength. I'd like to speak to you on this subject because I believe in our lives that we've come to a place of our lives where we have been emotionally at a wreck and or we're in a wreck or we're in a place that uh, you may come to a place of your lives where you're going to be physically tired, physically at a place wrecked in your life. But by the end of this sermon today and by the end of this uh, afternoon, I'm hoping that you would come to an agreement with me today day that you will tell the devil uh, I am telling my heavenly father uh, the father who created me in the heaven uh, hello strength uh, no longer uh, all of the, the, the stress and all of the pain and the, the things that I'm facing in my life uh, I know that my God uh, will give me the hope and the strength uh, because that's the God that we serve uh, we serve an almighty God uh, a God uh, that will protect you uh, and when I begin Begin to think about uh, Psalms 142, uh, and when you begin to read this, uh, I'm looking and I'm reading this, and uh, as many times I have read it, uh, and as many as times I've read the book of Psalms, uh, I begin to look at David, and if David was there present, uh, I would say, David, uh, you're not alone, uh, because I feel the way that you do. Uh, there was a time where I felt uh, alone, uh, and I begin to look that no one was on my left. Uh, no one was on my right. Uh, it felt like everybody abandoned me. Uh, has there been anybody in this room uh, that that's the way that you felt? Uh, and I'm here today to tell you, uh, because when you begin to look at uh, uh, David, uh, when he writes the book of Psalms, uh, it's interesting to me that uh, in the book of Psalms, uh, in the chapter of 34, uh, he is saying, exalt the Lord at all times. Uh, praise his name uh, with uh, your lips but it's funny now in the book of Psalms 142 it's totally the opposite where he is complaining if anybody would know if anybody understands who we are of course it's Jesus but David I've always looked at David being a an Avenger hero to me because uh, uh, you look at David's life. Uh, I've always uh, admired David's life. I've always admired what he has gone through and what he has faced. Uh, and I want you to understand when you begin to look at Psalms 142, it's a little bit different because uh, sometimes before our mouth uh, can be filled with praise and sometimes before that we can glorify God uh, and praise God to the very full 
soul is, uh, we have to sometimes uh, pour out our heart to God and say, God, uh, I don't know why I'm feeling this way. Uh, I don't know why uh, I don't have uh, any strength in my life. Uh, my life is sucked up, God, uh, where my strength is gone. Uh, my wealthness and everything else is going down. Uh, God, uh, I need you. I need my, I need your help. Uh, and what's beginning to understand uh, that if you want to praise God and seek God uh, and praise him with all of your heart, uh, there's going to be a time in your season uh, where you're going to have to complain to God. Uh, you're saying uh, that I was told that I could never complain. Uh, I was told that I can never cry out uh, and complain what I'm going through. Uh, if David complained to God, uh, then why can't I complain to God? Uh, I'm here today to tell you uh, you can complain all you want, uh, but there's a difference because between complaining and whining. Uh, maybe it's not that you're complaining. Uh, maybe it's just that you're whining. Uh, you see, when you complain, uh, you're looking for a fix. Uh, you're looking for a miracle. Uh, you're looking for something to take place in your life. Uh, you see, when you whine, uh, you just want to be all catered to. Uh, I don't know who I'm preaching to, uh, but I want to preach uh, to people uh, that are facing battles uh, and that are going through things in their lives uh, that they can realize uh, I can come to God with an open heart. This is exactly what David did. He came to God openly. And I want you to understand when you begin to think about this, uh, the fact of the matter is that a lot of us uh, don't pray. A lot of us don't worship uh, and don't even uh, enter into the presence of God. Uh, and I want you to understand uh, is the reason why some of us don't pray, worship, or read uh, because we're scared to death. Uh, when you open up your heart, uh, God is going to tell you what is wrong with your life. Uh, God is going to direct you and say uh, the reason that you're feeling this way and the reason that you keep going back to this dead end is because you haven't cutting things in your life uh, you haven't made things right uh, you see I said a little while ago a couple of weeks ago uh, I'm afraid of the doctor uh, because I know what he's going to tell me he's going to tell me uh, I know you eat uh, frosted flakes uh, at 11 o'clock at night uh, I know what you do and that's why you're sugary is high. In fact, I was sharing with someone a little while ago, it's very difficult for us sometimes to tell God how we're feeling, which is funny because I have this feeling that God already knows what's going on in your life. It's funny to me that we don't like to tell God what we're facing and what we're going through. I'm here to tell a church that is excited and that's full with the Holy Ghost and the power of the Holy Ghost. He already knows what you're going through. He knows what you're going to face tomorrow. He knows what you're going to face next week. So don't worry if you're going to bother God. God is saying, I've been waiting all day. I've been waiting months for you to come to me. When David uses his image, I was surprised. 
I'm used to psalms being in a place where we pour out our praise and we sing and we glorify God. But now David is uh, making a complaint because uh, I didn't think that you were supposed to complain to God. Uh, but the older I get uh, and the wiser I get uh, and the more time I spent uh, with my mentors, I realize uh, that there's just going to be some times that you got to complain to God and say, God, this is what I'm feeling. This is what I'm going through. This is the battle that I'm going through. Uh, but when you do that, church, uh, you need to be ready uh, for what God is about to tell you. Uh, you see, uh, I always learn uh, if I'm going to complain to my mom and dad at a teenager, I better be ready for what they're about to tell me. Uh, if you're going to go and complain to pastor and tell him the things that you don't like, uh, you better be careful because he's going to tell you what you don't like to hear. Uh, and I'm here today to tell you, uh, God needs to make some of us mad. You're probably saying, what are you talking about, preacher? Yes, God needs to make you mad to get rid of some jealousy, some anger, some things in your life that is weighing you down. As I read the whole psalm, started the psalm by complaining and saying, God was good to him. God is always good to us. I've learned that something about God that he is the only safe place where I can pour out all of my complaints. Because he's not on Twitter, he's not on Instagram, he's not on Facebook. I, I know one thing about my God, uh, that when I complain to him and tell him everything, uh, he's not going to be talking about me in the prayer room. Uh, he's not going to be talking about me in the break room. Uh, he's going to take it and say, uh, I'm happy that you brought it to me, son. Uh, now let's let the healing begin. Uh, you see, a lot of us, we take our complaints uh, to social media, looking for what we want to hear. Uh, for what would people will say or do? Oh, what if I dared you enough to turn off your social media for the half of the year and pray out to God and seek God? Oh, did I just say something wrong that offended some people? Did I say something wrong that, wow, that's a sin to do? I'm afraid, or we say those things, I'm afraid to complain to God. I've learned the best times in the presence of God where I'm at is where I'm crying and I'm weeping to God and telling him exactly how I feel. The presence of God is not a place to bypass your emotions. It's a place uh, to process them all through. Uh, what that means, uh, the only way into the presence of God is from where you really are, uh, not from where you wish you were at. Uh, you can start all your prayers, uh, oh, sovereign Lord, the God, almighty God. Uh, I'm not nothing wrong with that. Uh, but I've learned uh, that the prayers where God gets me uh, and where God gets a hold of me, 
me where I'm crying uh, and I'm weeping and I say, God, uh, I feel like a filthy sinner. I feel like I have uh, neglected you, God. Uh, God, I feel like I'm the worst uh, man of God. Uh, those are the times where God uh, gets a hold of me and shakes me up and says, uh, I've loved you. Uh, I care about you. Uh, growth is coming uh, your way. Blessing, prosperity is coming your way. Uh, you have to understand uh, there's a difference between all of that. It's good if you want to say those fancy prayers. There's nothing wrong with it. But how in the world are you going to get to the the attitude or the altitude or the mindset of God if you're not going to be honest with God. If David did it, so can I. David poured out his complaint. He said, God, he said, I cried out loud to the Lord. It says out loud. As David is in, the, in, the, in this cave, I could imagine exactly how loud it was. As he's in a cave, if you've ever been in a cave, uh, everything echoes. When you shout or scream or do anything, uh, it echoes. Uh, it bounces off every wall. Uh, just like how we try to pretend uh, that we are an American idol in the shower. You sound good. You, you sing uh, and go, man, uh, oh, man, and Raul could just hear me I would be on that platform oh he ain't got nothing on me you're already trying to sign up your agent because you sound so good with those acoustics but when you come out here oh my god stop But I can imagine David in this cave uh, crying out loud to God. Uh, God, I'm pouring out my heart to you. God, can you hear me? Uh, the word uh, of being out loud. Uh, he is weeping. He is crying. He is shouting to God. Could you imagine that cave uh, echoing uh, with the sound of David, uh, the sound of the words, uh, that the anointing of God is still on David. Uh, he's poured uh, with the anointing could you imagine what that cave felt like I've always tried to fight what was going on in my mind and and the only problem that I found out is that the enemy throws more mind trips in our head We have strongholds in our mind, and, and when we go and pray, and uh, my heart is overwhelmed, or your heart is overwhelmed, uh, you have to realize that uh, sometimes our spirit is very weak. Our spirit is very, uh, if I can honestly say, uh, it's at a place uh, where that the devil just went, boo, you got scared. I've come to realize that When we used to make fun of my mom and my mom was watching online, we used to, my mom was always praying, always. She'd be cooking, she'd be praying. She'd be cleaning, she'd be praying. She'd be changing the diaper, she'd be praying. Everything was prayer, 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 prayer. 
And I realize now that I'm older and I realize as me being a, a, a husband and being a father and me being a, a man of God, uh, I, I pray all the time. I sing all the time. And I realize that people look at me funny now. Uh, my family, they, they're okay with it now. Uh, they, they, my kids laugh and go, what song did dad make up today? It's a funny thing now. But uh, when I'm at work and I have to talk to God, uh, I'm talking to Jesus, uh, I realize that people look at me a little funny so what I've learned this technique is that you put your airpods in your ear uh, so that people think that you're talking to somebody uh, it's just a little uh, nugget that you can learn uh, put them on in your ear and just talk to Jesus uh, tell Jesus what you're going through tell Jesus what you're facing uh, people won't look at you funny because they'll think that you're talking to somebody have you ever been fooled uh, in a marketplace uh, target uh, and you're in the aisle and they're talking you're saying what's going on they're like you feel like the stupidest person in the aisle. Like, oh, God. She's laughing because it probably happened to her yesterday. Don't fight this, this thing that you're facing in your life. You have to understand that uh, what you're going through, what you're facing, what you're, you, you, the, the, the things that you're going through, you have to bring them before God. When I open my mouth, I'm not just being emotionally, but I've learned that I have to be strategic in my prayer with God. In fact, why don't you, 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 why don't you try it this week? It's Labor Day. I'm not going to pray. I dare you to try it this week. I, I dare you to, when you're facing and going through something, I dare you to shout to God. I dare you to just praise God. I, I, matter of fact, I, I dare the Living Word Church right now to give God a big shout of praise and glory right now. Praise Him. Glorify Him. Oh, you see what I'm talking about? You see when you do that, the atmosphere changes. The devil trembles. The enemy trembles. He doesn't know what to do. Why? Because we got back up. Not only does God got our back, but the church, the living word church, got my back. David understood through the expressions and what he was facing and what he was going through. See, I love what 1 Samuel chapter 22 says, uh, where in verse 1 in 1 Samuel chapter 22, David left the, and escaped to the cave. Uh, but look what's so very important here. It says, when his brothers and his fathers and his household heard, they went down to him. Uh, did David in uh, chapter 142 in Psalm say that no one was there? Nobody was around him? Uh, I'm here today to tell you, uh, sometimes when we're going through battles and we're going going through things, uh, we feel that we're all alone. Uh, but I'm here today to tell you, uh, you're not alone. Uh, you have a church here today that is here to praise you, glorify you, to praise the holy God. Oh God, uh, this is what's so interesting to me is that David complained to God, but his family was there in the cave somewhere. Have you ever felt... Like you didn't fit anywhere. You walked into the room and you're like, oh God, you were the weirdest person ever. 
It's an ugly feeling sometimes, especially a PK kid. You grew up in church your entire life, and you walk in with a bunch of sinners. You're, you're like the oddest ball ever. You end your conversations with amen. How are you doing? Good, amen. <laughs> the way that you escape could lead into greater cap- captivity. It's meaning that you need to, it's important where you run to. It's important that sometimes where you, you run will end up running you. You have to be very strategic and understand that, that wherever you run to, you have to know that it's the will of God. The Bible says that David escaped from the land of, of Gath. Uh, that's where he killed Goliath. Uh, and this is where he still probably had Saul's sword. Uh, this is where he escaped from. Uh, and I understand with you here today is uh, that David is not surprised by the enemies uh, who surrounded him. He's surprised uh, by the friends who didn't uh, surround him. Uh, see, I've learned that. Uh, I've learned that there's going to be times in your lives that where you begin to look and turn where are all the people that they said that they were going to be behind you where are all the people that said uh, that they'll back you up in the battles and the times that you were facing Uh, I'm here today to tell you uh, it's going to happen Uh, and don't get discouraged and all messed up about it uh, because there's only one person that you need to turn to uh, that is Jesus Christ Uh, Jesus uh, is the only one that you can run to David says, I looked around and nobody was there. But we saw in 1 Samuel that his family ran there. David is surrounded. He says, nobody cares. I have a crown around me and I smile, but uh, I feel fake inside. You ever been there before? It's amazing that in 1 Samuel chapter 22, verse 2, when he was going to this cave and these things were going on, he, look what God sent him. All those who were in distress or in debt or, or disconnected uh, gathered around him. Uh, really, God I'm messed up, I'm in a cave, and you sent me all the weirdos, you sent me all the distressed people, you sent me all the people in debt. Really, God, these are the people that you sent to me? God, I've realized that it's not the people that we think who we want. God is the one that picks the people that we need to stand with and that are going to protect us and that are going to fight with. I realize that the people uh, that didn't uh, that that they didn't like me hanging around with uh, those are the people uh, that protected me Uh, those are the people that had my back Uh, and I'm here today to tell you uh, don't look uh, at what the outer appearance is Uh, it's the heart Uh, it's the heart that's in there that they'll fight with you I've learned that if David hadn't been in this cave they wouldn't have come to him. And I've realized that a lot of times that in these caves, in this 
where, where God will get me in this cave or in this, this situation that I've realized in my ministry and I've learned in my Christianity and I learned in my marriage and I learned as an individual that in these places of, of being in a cave, in these, 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 these places of a dark uh, setting in my life, you know what I've realized? That it wasn't a stronghold. It was a setup by God. Uh, God is saying, I'm setting you up for something. Uh, just like the song that we sang a little while ago. God will turn it around. Uh, God will turn it around. Uh, God will turn it around. Uh, and I realize in this cave, uh, if David wasn't in this cave, uh, he wouldn't have had this partnership uh, with these folks. Uh, see, uh, come on, somebody. Uh, uh, is there anybody in this room that day uh, that you're in a cave uh, and you're pretending that it's okay uh, you're pretending that everything is okay uh, but I'm here today to tell you uh, you need to scream in your cave uh, out loud like David did and say God uh, I know you're in my circumstance uh, I know that you're in this situation that I'm facing uh, and cry out to God uh, and let the devil know uh, that you're not alone in this battle uh, you're not alone in this cave uh, but you're by, you're in it with the Holy Spirit. You're not alone. And what you have to understand is that you're not stuck. It's not over. Saul couldn't kill him. He wasn't alone. But David wasn't alone. You see, Saul could have killed David, but he just didn't know how to aim right. And I'm here today to tell you that the devil doesn't know how to aim at you right. If you're full with the Holy Spirit in this place today, David doesn't know what is even next. These men were there for him. Living Word family, I want to make an announcement to you. I want to declare the word of God over you today that it said in the book of 1 Samuel chapter 22 verse 5 do not stay in the stronghold I'm here today to tell you I don't know what stronghold uh, you have today uh, I don't know what you're facing today uh, but I've realized this today that God uh, has your back uh, God is with you uh, if you cry out to him uh, you shout out to him uh, you may feel a little fatigue uh, you may feel a little exhausted. You may feel like you don't even got any breath in you. You may feel, God, I can't even cry anymore. I shed every tear that I could shed. I cried. I prayed. I seeked God. But God is saying to you, living word, that I see you in that cave. I see you in that tunnel. I see you in that darkness. I see where you're at. It's okay. I am with you. You're not fighting in this battle alone that there is something that God is saying I'm surrounding the people around you of the people that I want to be around you and I'm here today to tell you you may think is this the right church where I belong I'm here today to tell you you're surrounded with people that are with you that will back you up that will pray with you that will shout with you that will cry with you Oh, where's my living word family? Come on, give them a big shout of praise.
praising glory. I see what David was doing in Psalms 142. What the prophet was saying in 1 Samuel chapter 22, he says, I'm leaving the stronghold. I'm stepping out of myself, outside of my feelings, outside of my circumstances. I'm stepping into my future. And what's interesting is he starts uh, Psalms 142. He's trapped in a cave, uh, but he ends 142 coming out of prison. Uh, he starts 142 in the cave uh, of saying uh, that he wants to be in a safe place. Uh, and he ends it by saying uh, that God is my refuge uh, and nothing, uh, nothing, uh, and nothing uh, by any means will harm me. Uh, when I read that word nothing, uh, that means means that nothing, nothing will get in the way. Nothing will hinder you. Nothing can stand against the promise of God. He started with a complaint, but by the time he was done, he was praising his name. When I ask God for a sermon, and when I ask God to speak to me, it's always revealed by a song. It's a new song, Fear Is Not My Future by Brandon Lake, and I love the chorus because it says, Hello, peace, hello, joy, hello, love, hello, strength, hello, hope. It's a new horizon. And if you're ready for a breakthrough, just open up and just receive it. I'm ready for a breakthrough. I'm ready for a breakthrough. Is there anybody in this room today that's ready for a breakthrough? Come on, let's give God praise as the worship team comes on up. Come on, church. You could do better than that. Come on, stand to your feet and give God praise and glory. Come on, church, stand to your feet and give God all the honor and the glory. Some of you have walked in emotionally broken, exhausted. You're trying to get your health back. You're trying to get every breath that you can. You try to lift up your hands, but you're weak when you tr you're lifting them up. You try to cry to God and you just can't cry anymore. Some of you are just in that season. 